Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. These people are running around in circles going, muskets, muskets. This has nothing to do with muskets. If you want to play that game, it's a very stupid game. You know, it's like these idiots that will make memes of D-Day or American troops in World War II and say, well, this is the original Antifa. No, it's not. It's nothing like Antifa. The United States military has absolutely nothing in common with Antifa. That being said, you want to play this game. Well, let's see. At the time of the First Amendment, there was no radio. There was no television. There was no recording industry. And there was, oh, no interwebs. So maybe the First Amendment should only cover the uh, hand press. All right? We didn't even have the automated press back then. You know why so many newspapers are named the crier or town crier or using the word crier? Because what would happen in many cases, especially when a lot of people couldn't read, at least not read in the style that was used by by journalists, is that a copy of the newspaper would be posted in a town square and a town crier would read it aloud to people when they assembled. The town crier. Somebody would read the newspaper out loud to the village folk. Maybe that's the only thing that should be covered by the First Amendment. If that's the game you want to play. The only thing that will be covered now will be people, the right to assemble peaceably. That's not rioting. That's not blocking the public way. Because nobody was doing that. That wasn't allowed. Um, The freedom of religion. Right? The only thing we're going to deal in now is Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion. Everything else is fair game because that's what they meant. The only thing the First Amendment was there to do was prevent the Congress. Andrew, uh, Thomas Jefferson wrote a letter. Yeah, I get that. That's not in the amendment. Thomas Jefferson is right. Your faith should not bar you from civic life. That is correct. A community should not draw taxes from the local residents then say, well, only one religious display will be put in the public square using tax dollars. That's not fair. But that has nothing to do with the First Amendment. The First Amendment simply bars the Congress from establishing a religion of the United States. There's no official religion of the United States. Many nations do have them, but we don't. That doesn't mean we are a secular nation either. Because there's a freedom of religion, not a freedom from religion. But you want to play this game? At the time of the founding, much of what was the written word was either quill, right? They didn't have ballpoint pens. Quill or the hand press, the set type hand press, which I believe is called a Gutenberg press. You want to, you want to play this game? Muskets, muskets, muskets. Okay then we'll only protect by the First Amendment that which is written by quill and that which is printed by press. And that's it. See, it's a game we play. Uh, No, there was no wiretapping of Donald Trump. (laughs) We know it's surveillance. We call it wiretapping. We call them the press, right? We say the press. Meet the press, right? There's still a television program. Meet the, nobody's pressing anything. 
you, you don't have writers at the Washington Post going in there going, okay, I got to set the type here. I got to put A here. And then lowering the plate over the parchment, pulling it up, and then that's one copy. That's not happening. Now, could if you went back in time, first of all, there was repeating arms at the time. And all sorts of patents. I mean, Benjamin Franklin was a scientist. So was Thomas Jefferson. They were inventors. They were innovators. They knew damned well that the United States and technology, you know, the, you know what it is, what it really is with people like Kathy Hochul screaming musket, musket, musket. It's generational snobbery. You have people right now that think they're inherently smarter than people like Thomas Jefferson because they have Twitter. Write this down. If if Thomas Jefferson had Twitter, he'd be better at it than you. If Benjamin Franklin had Twitter, he'd be better at it than you. If John Adams had Twitter, he'd be better at it than you. But you're not inherently smarter. Making stupid memes is nothing by comparison to literally creating a nation. They were fully under, they were fully intelligent enough to know that technology was not going to stay static. If you think these people were just like, well, we got this nation, I guess we're a bunch of dumb white European rubes. We Somehow we created the bicameral system, checks and balances, states rights. We did all this stuff, but we're a bunch of stupid people. As a matter of fact, if you want to look at innovation, I think the Constitution is perhaps one of the most innovative documents in the history of all government. You could look at the Magna Carta, the Code of Hammurabi. The Constitution of the United States created a system of government where the rights of the citizen were above, in many cases, the powers of the federal government. They created a government with restraint. Never been done before. Not to that level. They threw off the concept of a monarchy. And yes, we do have dynasties in our governing system. I mean, uh, you know, the Kennedys seem to be, for as much as the inbreeding they do, they keep seemingly produce people that end up in government. But that's besides the point, too. We do not pass power by birth. Now, members of families, the Bush family, they can run for office, right? They do. You see lots of political families in this country. But they still have to go out and get people to vote for them at the end of the day. That was very different than the European system. We created a balance of government in that we had an elected body, an appointed body, a chief executive that was picked by the states through the process of the electoral college. And then an amazing thing where a president would nominate a Supreme Court justice but still have to go to the Senate, which was appointed, to confirm that justice, or any other member of his cabinet for that matter. It's pretty amazing. The founders would be way better at Twitter than some of you left-wing idiots. Look at this. They're storming the beaches of Normandy. Thank you, Antifa. No, that's, that's not Antifa. That's not Antifa. If you think that's Antifa, you don't know a damn thing about history. Get yourself a history book. Come back to me. Wines at 695 Patriot 
800-919-2874. I'm going to play this a little out of context because I couldn't believe I was watching it this morning. There are things that we know are said in the confines of Upper West Side of Manhattan dinner parties, District of Columbia, not the Metro so much, maybe like uh, Adams Morgan, Foggy Bottom dinner parties. When I say Metro, I mean, you know, the bad parts. Same thing for Hollywood. They really do view you. I say every man king. I hope that catches on, at least uh, in our conversations. Every Because don't you feel that way sometimes? When you feel a certain sense of satisfaction that maybe 100 years ago only the 1% would have that satisfaction? You just got done waxing your classic automobile or filling up your motorcycle or gassing up your boat or, hell, buying a pair of vintage Jordans. I don't give a damn what gives you the satisfaction. But when you feel that 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 satisfaction, that is something that regular people outside of maybe specific religious or familial uh, celebrations that satisfaction and enjoyment was a rarity. Now it's a common. And I don't mind calling myself the common. I don't mind calling myself the everyman king. I worked for what I have. I'm proud of what I have. I neither envy the rich nor pity the poor. That is, uh, that is something that, um, that makes Americans unique. But those who are in elite circles or at least perceive the, the, the elitist mentality is also one of perception. And it's a very foolish, it's a foolish way to think because if you think when the cage door is locked, you're going to be on the outside looking in, you're wrong. But it's still the same mindset that the little people have to stop complaining because the really smart people at the table, they just, they just, they can't be bothered with your petty little concerns. We have big plans and big things to figure out, and you people are just the static in our lives. We're here in D.C. to lord over you. Now, this is Michelle Singletary, a writer for the Washington Post, on MSNBC, saying out loud what is only said in Nancy Pelosi's kitchen. Play cut seven. You know, to, I, I'm, I'm just going to say this, and, and, and if I get banged for it, I don't care. There are, there is a great deal of Americans where it is uncomfortable that they're spending more, but they are not going to go under. You know, you, you got to stop complaining when there's so many people who literally the inflation rate means they may only have two meals instead of three. There are Americans who did extremely well in the last two years in the market. You still have your job. And yeah, it's costing you more for gas, but guess what? You're still going to take that holiday, that 4th of July vacation. You could still eat out. So I'm going to need you to calm down and back off because it feeds into this fear, and then this fear feeds into people making decisions that creates the very thing that they're fearful of. And if you're in that category, calm down. Stop looking at your portfolio. And you know what you can do with all that energy? Help other people. Help put some food on the table in somebody else's house because you have extra. So basically, don't you go out and do something stupid like vote Republican again. Uh-uh. Stop complaining. Stop complaining, you little turds. You're going to be just fine. 
we're making, this is a transition, okay? We're over here making big things happen. And you guys are just going to have to deal with it. You did just fine the past couple of years. You're not out on the street. Stop whining and complaining. You little people. Stop the chirping. You get it? You're getting on my nerves here. I'm figuring out big things here. I got lots of things. To... You know what this reminds me of? You can... William Shatner at the end of Airplane 2. We've all got our lights flashing, beeping, flashing, blinking, and bleeping. They're blinking, flashing, and bleeping. Literally tens of thousands of lights that are blinking, beeping, and flashing. These people are too busy to deal with your petty concerns. They sit in the seat of power, and you're annoying them. See, now, this is part of the problem. This is the intersection. Socialism is the intersection of the incompetent and the incapable. That's a fact. It is the, it is the intersection of the incompetent and the incapable. And that's kind of what we have in Washington. We have very arrogant, ignorant people making big plans for everyone else. The more the plans fail, the more the planners plan. Wine's 695 Patriot 9572874. We are right, they are wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken, Sirius XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Wilcow Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 East, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125. <laughs>